Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And uh, it's our Thanksgiving week show, so it's uh, Thanksgiving That's right. here. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. Glad to, to be into a short week. I love the holiday season. So I'm looking out Although your window. It's going to be here. much difference this year. So, yeah, very different. So, you, everybody's got restrictions, new yep, yep. parameters and whatnot. Uh, I'm looking out your window here. It looks like a gloomy, is it a gloomy, rainy day? Yeah, it's not rainy. It was uh, 22 okay. degrees this morning and some okay. hard frost. So, ah, it's that time of the year. Yeah. But it's going to be 51 by uh, Thanksgiving. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Crazy weather. Crazy weather. Any big plans for Thanksgiving or? None. No, just hanging around, hanging around town. Okay. All right. Just got uh, my mother-in-law, sister-in-law coming in. So make it a small little gathering, but that's good. Gotcha. Well, we hope everybody has a happy, safe and sane Thanksgiving. And uh, we're going to do, we're going to try to get this podcast up a day early. So actually tomorrow from the day that we're taping it uh, to, you know, because of Thanksgiving weekend. And if not, uh, it'll be up there for folks by Monday, but I'm pretty sure we're going to get it up tomorrow. So we're going to talk about how to pick the right advisor. And this is something that you can, uh, certainly use later on. So if you don't catch the show right now because you've got uh, things going on this weekend, that's certainly understandable. But if you're sitting back and you need something different to do and you're just tired of football or whatever the case might be, uh, listen to the podcast and check this out. So a lot of concern, Phil, goes into picking the proper investments, building the right portfolio, getting things balanced, yep. you know, just doing all those little things that uh, we need to do. And then ultimately, that leads us to a situation where we have to say, okay, how do we find the right person to help us facilitate all of that? So picking the right, yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it is gut, I would assume, but mm-hmm. let's get into some of that. So if someone doesn't exactly know, you know, what they should be getting from their financial advisor, it's hard for them to know if the advisor is doing a good job. So maybe just give us a few things to think about uh, some expectations to set, to realize, you know, is what I'm getting good for me or is this the right thing? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's really where I think it needs to start is, okay. you know, what is your expectation for the advisor? Um, and that's, to me, one of the most important parts of the, the relationship as you started is that beginning meeting or two right. as, you know, at least the process that we follow, we, we get to know a lot about the client, what they're looking for, what they're expecting from us, you know, what their scenario looks like. Do I think we can help them out? And if so, what that looks like, but then also, do I feel like we can work with them? You know, are they um, fun to work with, you know, frankly, and and, I mean, are they, they open to our ideas and strategies and is there, is there a mesh there? And we've talked a little about that in the past, but I mean, to me, that's where you really have to start, you know, because if, if there's not the the proper relationship and expectations on both sides right. to begin with, and, and it's not understood, then yeah, it's not going to be anything but problems going forward because they're not meeting your expectations. But maybe that's because they're not the right advisor to begin with. Yeah, so, and it's a two way street. And we've definitely talked about absolutely that before. So the warm fuzzies as we've talked about it or the tummy rule or whatever you want to say goes a long way. What about some checks of some registrations, designations go to some various things. If somebody's thinking about just wanting to check that person's credentials. 
Yeah. So, I mean, today there's a lot of places online you can go to, to find out about credentials and how, how advisors are licensed. Um, okay. you know, are they a fiduciary depending on licensing? You know, are they acting in your best interest or are they just licensed more as a broker? You know, where they're simply selling you a product, either financial product or are they just insurance licensed even? Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with any of those relationships, not to say that somebody's just an insurance only advisor can't give you other advice and, and isn't acting as a fiduciary, although are they legally, quote unquote, no. Right. Um, yeah. You know, their licensing isn't such that they have a legal obligation to act as a fiduciary. Gotcha. Um, okay. But it's it's important to, to understand that aspect of it as well, is what is their licensing? Right. You know, to me, the the one, and even acting, you know, somebody licensed to act as a fiduciary doesn't mean they're going to. It comes back to that person, you know, so understanding and that comfort with the person to begin with. But yeah, so yeah. licensing is a big part of it. There's some there's some federal websites you can check. There's FINRA. Yep. There's some FINRA.org. Yeah. Mm-hmm. FINRA.org. Uh, you can check the state licensing, things of that nature. So you can do some of the uh, technical, I suppose, uh, check up on the folks, but a lot of times it is going to come down to how you feel about them. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's always good to, you know, follow up and, and look at them online to see, you know, have there been complaints, you know, so oh, you yeah. can check all that online on their licensing to, to see, you know, typically if you Google any advisor um, in, in, in licensing, you will be able to find that advisor. So, okay. All right. And what their uh, licensing is. Are there some warning signs to indicate that we should even be looking for a new advisor? So if you already have an advisor and you already have a plan in place and, you know, sometimes a lot of people will go to search out a new person, what are some triggers that maybe that's the right time for you to start considering it? Um, I mean, if you start to feel maybe uneasy or question, you know, are you getting the right things? You know, and a lot of times it, it has to do as you, you know, with kind of your stage of, Retirement. We we talked a lot before about the the accumulation type advisor versus the advisor that is more distribution orientated, kind of the retirement type advisor. Right. Um, both probably have the same licensing. It's just different approaches. You know, there one is specialized more in the the distribution side of it, which that's the the side of the equation. If you want to think of it, that I work more on, um, where I'm helping clients understand how all these different pieces come together. Um, because frankly, I think there's more danger, um, more understanding you have to have and strategies put in place for that side of it, the distribution side of it, than the accumulation side. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, understanding kind of where goal. you're at. Yeah. yeah. Well, the accumulation is the idea there is to working towards the goal of the distribution. I mean, that's the whole point of you're accumulating it because we're not going to work in, at 80 unless we choose to, you know, that's the idea. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, in, in retirement isn't, you know, a date or an age. I mean, to me, it's mathematically once the numbers say, yeah, you could stop working if you choose. Right. Then, you know, technically that's retirement. If you choose to continue working, great. Yeah. yeah. Build it in mean, your plan. Yeah. And now you know that you can quit when you want. So, but I mean, having the right advisor that can walk you through that. So do they under, you know, if, if you're on that side of the equation, do they understand social security? I mean, that's a huge piece of it. There are so many advisors that say, well, you know, yeah, you need to, to um, talk to somebody that understands social security, run the, the analysis on it. Right. Well, okay. That's great. But you can't look at social security in a box either. You've got to bring that into your overall equation and see how does that fit with the overall plan. 
Yeah. So finding an advisor that can do both of those things is going to probably save you a step potentially. Um, so, okay. So let's kind of follow up with that a little bit. So in, in many cases, in most cases, I would say, Phil, the advisor is probably doing their best job. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's, there's always bad apples, of course, in any industry. Right. Right. Uh, but for the most part, you know, the industry is full of good, hardworking folks who are trying to do a good job for their people. Uh, but maybe at some point over the years, it just, again, it started to feel like the fit's not there. Maybe to your point of the Social Security conversation, or maybe it's tax planning or whatever the yep. case is. Uh, and, and that's when we need to start asking ourselves, does it make sense to look around? Right. It, and like I said, most of the time you'll, you'll start to no, I mean, it's, you know, one of those things that's you'll start to question and, and that's really what it comes down to is if you're questioning, well, why hasn't my advisor brought this up? You know, why didn't I hear that from my advisor? Not to say it's time to leave, but maybe it's time to start looking and understand, you know, go to them and say, Hey, why didn't you talk to me about this? Maybe it's something they don't deal with. And if that's the case, then yeah, maybe you do need to, to work with another advisor or maybe somebody just on that specialty. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, the advisor, I think of them like the quarterback, they have to understand the big picture overall. Right. You know, it's not just about investments. Um, that's one aspect of it, big aspect of it, but it has to really come back to what is your plan? How does that investment portfolio then fit into that overall plan? Yeah. And, and strategizing the whole situation is key. And so when you're working with somebody who, and again, Let's, let's flip the script for just a second and say, you know, it could be on us as the client because maybe we didn't bring up something as a concern to the advisor. How are they supposed to know? Um, so that's, yeah, I think that's probably fair as well. You could say, hey, why didn't you talk to me about this? Well, you never even bothered to let me know that that was a real concern. Now, not that something major like Social Security, but there, there could be things where we're just not communicating as well as we should. Right. And it, yeah, it absolutely goes both ways. But I mean, there's certain things that you wouldn't, you shouldn't be expected as a, a, a uh, consumer, so to speak, an individual mm-hmm. yeah. to bring up, you know, okay, I mean, fair you, point. you go, you go to your doctor and, and yeah, you're going to have to tell them, Hey, I don't, you know, this hurts or that hurts, or this is what's going on. Right. And you have to have that discussion with your advisor too. But at the end of the day, the doctor has to then take that information and say, okay, well, have you considered this or that? Right, know, they right. they kind of understand the backstory and, and how all the pieces fit together. Well, same thing with an advisor. Okay, all you right. got to be truthful with them and, and set the expectations and you know what you're thinking. But then they have to have the knowledge and the background to to know how do all these pieces fit together. Okay, they got to be able to write the prescription. Right, they've got it, and ultimately then write the prescription. Okay, so, all right. Uh, what are some of the things that can go wrong when we do stick with somebody that is just no longer the right speciality, no longer the right fit, whatever the case. So what are some of the things you've seen in your years? Um, I mean, you, you get into decisions that um, ultimately you can't change, you know, so social security pensions, you know, I mean, if you've been with that accumulation advisor and maybe they've done a great job, you've worked with them for, you know, 20 years, you have holidays with them, you know, right. whatever the case is, you love them. They're, they're a great friend. That's, that's excellent. But you know, if, if they weren't able to advise you properly, properly on Social Security, let's say, and how that fits into your plan, not just looking at Social Security by itself, what did that cost you? You know, what did you miss? You know, pensions, you know, if you just retired and selected a pension option based on what you were thinking versus running the math and figuring out what the right option is for you, 
you know, what did that cost? It's, you get to that point where you've got to understand that it's beyond the relationship. Then you need somebody that has a specialty in, you know, whatever it is that, that you're, whatever, at, you know, whatever, I guess, stage of, of life that you're at. Gotcha. Okay. So, All right. I mean, that's fair enough. And again, finding the right advisor is a lot of it is going to come down to how you feel about it. You've got to first be honest with yourself right? Uh, in what you're looking for. And then you've got to do a little bit of homework, do a little bit of diligence, find out, you know, if they have the right credentials that uh, is for the need that you have. But then really, you just have to go talk to them. You have to have a meeting uh, and just see if does it make sense. And if you're already working with somebody, if you've got a plan in place, you know, getting a second opinion, you might have a few preconceived notions about, you know, what uh, you expect. But when you go in to talk to somebody, try to come in there with a little bit of an open mind because they may say something completely different. And that might turn you off initially because it is different than what you've been hearing. But then again, ask yourself, why were you looking for a second opinion to begin with? Right. So certainly something to think about. Go ahead. Yeah. And that's, I mean, we, how typically we get in front of a lot of our clients is through educational events, um, which I love educating clients on retirement topics, so social security, taxes, uh, Medicare, those kind of topics. Right. Um, and it, it helps to start open and, and bring up some of those questions, you know, so you can then have that open, honest discussion based on some, some facts that we've gone through to see what is that scenario? Are you getting the proper advice? Right. You know, right. maybe go back to your advisor with that. And, and if they're, you're still not comfortable with what they're telling you, you know, then maybe it's time for that second opinion you know, to to start that discussion and see where it goes. So what are some things that we can maybe consider for the interviewing process, Phil? Like if, uh, if we're trying, if we are doing that second opinion, well, even the first opinion, really, we're just some things to think about to find out if that philosophy, which we talked about to begin with, uh, is right. Is is any, anything to just that you've seen or that works well to kind of for consumers like myself to say, Hey, what's your thoughts on X, Y, or Z? Um, I mean, you know, set down your expectations. What are you thinking? You know, what, what do you want that advisor to do? You know, if there's things that your current advisor hasn't been doing or things that you even like that they do, you know, talk to them about it. What is like their pros and cons list? Right. What is their strategy on investing? You know, what is their, if that's important or if you're one that says, hey, I don't really care, just you've got it. You're handling the investing. You know, I'm, I'm, in retirement, as long as I get my monthly check and, and we have our meetings and things are going okay, we're good. You know, but I mean, if, if you're the type that really wants to get get into the nuts and bolts and understand all the pieces, well, then you better let that advisor know that maybe that's yeah. not a good fit. Maybe that's not how they operate. and They're going to feel threatened by that. Okay. You know, and not want to, to, to take you on as a client, you know, so that's where I say in the beginning, there's just got to be that open, honest discussion that if you have expectations or things you'd like to see, talk to them, make sure or her, yeah. you know, to, to see is, is that something that they're comfortable with? And does that fit with where they're at? Um, okay. Yeah. You know, so and like then, management style, like active management, passive management, you right. know, those various different kinds of questions, what's your philosophies on social security, you know, so on and so forth, you know, uh, and I think a lot of it that does come back to the type of person you're dealing with, a fiduciary, you know, right. obviously who yep. can, who can do the whole gamut of, of, uh, financial vehicles and products, I think gives you more options than just someone who's suitability only, um, not to say they can't do it, but again, you may find as you get closer to retirement that that's, that your options are limited in that respect. Right. And, you know, to me, something that that always has been kind of a pet peeve of mine in our industry is 
the whole idea of financial planning. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I, I see a lot of <clears throat> what's considered to be a financial plan. Right. That's nothing more than just a product sale. You know, yeah. I mean, they've run yeah. some numbers and at the end of the day, it's all about how does this product fit where personally how we do it, our planning process, we don't talk about product at all. It has product has nothing to do with it. It's about your numbers. It's about making some reasonable assumptions on inflation and growth and understanding how taxes work and running the math behind it. Right. Almost like building a blueprint, right? Let's get all the numbers worked out to see, does this reasonably work? Once we have that, now we can get onto the discussion of product because that's where product fits. Product should be built to work with the plan, yeah, not the other tool. way around. Yeah, it's a it, tool. It's, yep. Yeah, for the carpenter to wield, basically. Absolutely. It's a, yeah, I tell my clients that all the time. Look, I don't care you know, whether we're using annuities or whatever the case is, you know, managed money, whatever it happens to be, it's a financial tool. Right. All of them have pros and cons and some fit, some don't. We'll talk about whatever fits in your plan, what I recommend and options. And if you don't like one of them, that's fine. There's another tool that will probably fit. Maybe it doesn't work quite as well. We'll talk about pros and cons and, and make your decision from there. Okay. All right. So, so some things to think about when trying to find the right advisor, folks, is to just, you know, be honest with yourself uh, yep. and be honest with your spouse. Definitely have those conversations with the two of you if you if you were married. Uh, and then uh, and then take that to the advisor that you're either working with. Give them an option to talk about some of the things maybe you feel like you're lacking uh, or then start shopping around. And, you know, that's the final piece I'll bring up is just shopping around. There's nothing wrong with it, especially if you've been working for somebody with somebody for 15, 20 years or whatever the case, it uh, doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. They, they understand. I mean, the industry is business is business. And if it's no longer the right fit and you need to have a conversation with someone else, do that. And many places offer complimentary reviews. So you can get a little bit of a feel as to whether or not it's the right fit for you. Uh, and it doesn't cost you anything, but a little bit of your time. So if you need right. some help, reach out to Phil. Of course, that's one of the reasons we do the podcast as well as to share some educational information, a few nuggets of uh, ideas that hopefully might spark something or germinate something for yourself. So reach out to him at 248-888-7530. Get on the calendar for a consultation, whether it's over the phone or virtually or in the office, depending on what's going to happen with COVID. Uh, yeah, we do, we do all of the above right now. All so. of the above, <laughs> though, exactly. 248-888-7530. If you're watching, I've got it on the screen. Again, 248-888-7530. You can also check him out online at philstaxhacks.com. That is philstaxhacks.com serving you here in the metro Detroit area. And we'll finish off with a little Thanksgiving fun because it's Thanksgiving uh, at the time. We're right before we're taping this. So uh, favorite food? Got a favorite item for Thanksgiving? Favorite food? Um, from a meat standpoint, I'm a ham guy. I love ham. I mean, Anything. turkey's okay. I dish, whatever. What's like yeah. the one thing you look like the one deviled eggs? What's the thing you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. The side dishes, I love party potatoes, they call it. I mean, it's, I don't, it's, it's hash browns. Um, it's got cheese in it. Usually it's like uh, okay. crushed um, chips on the top. Oh, I love them. They're, they're really good. So that and ham heard, goes really good together. Goes good. Have you heard yeah. of stuffing muffins? Stuffing muffins. No, yeah. I haven't heard that. Just basically take the stuffing and put it in a muffin tin and bake them so they get crispy, kind of like, a, you know, and you have a stuffing muffin. 
So oh, I like that. I was, yeah, I was talking with uh, someone the other day who said that was his favorite item. And I haven't okay. tried that. So I had to share that with my wife. Uh, mine, uh, yeah, mine's turkey or mashed potatoes. I'm just, I'm right to the core of it. Although, okay, right eggs, to the core. Of, yeah. yeah well, deviled eggs, eggs, those are good too. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for the deviled eggs. Usually my mom makes those. L- little appetizer to begin with. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go, folks. That's our podcast this week. Uh, have a great holiday season. Stay safe and sane and all those fun things we always say here on the show. Uh, reach out to Phil if you have any questions. Make sure you check us out next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts with Phil Putney, CPA and personal financial specialist. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.